What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 66 of your mom's favorite threesome. We are recording this on Halloween. Spooky season. <laughs> and therefore, we're going to do a scary movie draft here at the end of this uh, podcast here. So make sure you stick around for that. Uh, otherwise, we're going to recap everything that went down this weekend. Uh, talk a little preview for this upcoming weekend and just everything that's going on. So before we get to all that, let me go ahead and get the guys on here. What's up, gentlemen? We here. We here. What up? What's up with you guys? Oh, not much, man. It's uh, definitely been a Monday. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all feel that exact same way. I needed <laughs> definitely a day from the weekend that I just had. Uh, my little trip to Shreveport for uh, CJ's wedding was a success. Great time. They both said yes. They both said yes, yeah, surprisingly. Um, I saw your little pinky ring. Yep, <laughs> had the pinky ring. Strong. <laughs> kept, yeah. that, kept it strong right there. Uh, I'm not going to lie. They handed me those rings to hold. Uh, you know, until the wedding, I was nervous. Hey, I was well, so yeah. and, and, you know how much pressure that is. It was, or? yeah. I mean, I was like, this thing's gonna like fall off my hand, or you know, something like that. I'm gonna lose a ring, and yeah. Somebody, somebody does that to me. If I'm ever a best man, I'm super glowing that shit. Yeah, right. Oh you know, yeah. <laughs> the pressure was on. Let me tell you. But um, anyway, it ended up being a great time. Um, you know, one thing that was crazy is. There's bars there that are open till six in the morning. Insane. And so that was a um, <laughs> that was yeah. <laughs> Friday night stayed out pretty late. Friday, Saturday after the wedding, we all went out. We get and, uh, uh, we do our picks. Like try to get in Friday, you know, get everything prepared. Uh, I said, you know, we're just talking in the group text before the OU game, and all of a sudden I get a. Oh fuck! I did not send in the picks because we just got home not too long ago for yeah. the bars. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, oof, a lot, but I was able to catch the OU game on on Saturday. Nice. Um, you know, we had we had plans to do some things before the wedding, but there was weather all weekend. I mean, it rained the entire weekend. I was there. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't able to get out and do anything. So we all went to Walk On Sports Bar, uh, the old Drew Brees sponsored uh, bar Drew there. Brees. That was pretty cool. Good little spot. I mean, just a plethora of TVs uh, just everywhere. So that was cool. Um, but, yeah, I just had a really good time. It was, it was a lot of fun. And um, and then was able to uh, listen to slash watch Red Zone on the way back in. So that that was a, uh, a plus for sure. Helped the drive go by. Even though three out of four of my fantasy football teams let me down. Um, and I, it's not really their fault. It's more of just the um, opponent. The opponent just was able to lay the smack down on my candy ass. So, um, yeah, overall, good weekend, though. That's good. Good, good. I swear, Preston, like, like I bet you if every, whoever listens to this podcast every time it comes out, they're like, dude, Preston is just living and Philly and Antoine just suck. <laughs> at least it's like he yeah. always has a story. At least si- I like, know Sam is getting so out much. doing kickball, going to movies. Yeah. You're just like I've no, got, I, I worked. Suck, yeah. I work every freaking day. So like I come home, I cook. I don't do nothing, dude. Literally. Like I don't I'm about to start getting back at it though. I'm about to have a little more there you go. time. Yeah, buddy. On my hands. So by the way, Kickball championship number three. I know. I saw that. Congrats, three dude. Time. Congrats. Yeah. Yep. Three times. Three times. Uh, four seasons. So, because we didn't play last fall. Oh, so, so y'all a dynasty, dynasty. Oh, we're dynasty, dynasty. <laughs> hey, it was. You had you had kickball last week. Your your final, and I, I had my softball. Unfortunately, 
we uh, we stunk <laughs> to begin the year. I, I missed some time and everything. I'm not trust me. I, I wasn't the reason why we were losing. I am not contributing much these days. But uh, was uh, we turned it on there at the end of the year, and it, it's it's so funny. It's like the little victories. Mm-hmm. We played the number one team the last game of the season. And we beat them and knocked them out of first place, and that was our championship. There you go. Just knowing that we, we uh, you know, stuck it to them and was able to uh, ruin their season. So we played spoiler. Sick. So it's always a good feeling. And that's kind of where I wanted to go right into is that's what OU's doing this year uh, for the rest of the season is playing spoiler. And um, I think you know Saturday was a step in the right direction. I agree. Um, offensively, we weren't very sharp. weren't bad. But but it was enough, obviously, to get the job done. Mm-hmm. It was more about that defense and uh, them containing Iowa State. We we basically treated Iowa State offensively, treated them like who they are, and th- I was proud because that that made me feel like okay, you didn't let some nobody team you know hang half a hundred on you or something. We were able to um, keep them in check. Yep, and uh, get the job done. So I, I, I was I was happy with the win. I was happy with um, it. Like I said, I do believe it is a step in the right direction. I just want to continue to see us progress, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the last couple of weeks have shown that we have done that. I agree. Um, I was pleased with a lot of. I mean, a lot of the game. I. I mean, to be quite honest with the offense, they said they weren't sharp. I. I thought in that first half. Um, I mean, it goes into not being sharp. If they can complete some of those drives. I mean, they left points on the field oh, on Saturday. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was a moments when Levy was just having his way with the play calling with that uh, against that three three five defense that uh, you know Iowa State runs, and Iowa State does have a very good defense, and so it was going to be a tough uh, you know tough obstacle for them. But at times, it just looked like they were just finding you know doing some very creative stuff in the run game. Dylan Gabriel, I mean, really his receivers, I mean, namely Marvin Mims. Really let him down on Saturday, because uh, overall he was—I thought he was pretty damn sharp on Saturday. Um, he didn't force anything. He took what the defense gave him. I still get nervous when I watch him run, because it just seems like, especially when it's in uh, contested areas. Um, but I think the one—the one play we took, we text or we were texting about it. The one play that really stood out for me was that touchdown to Farouk. Because mm. earlier in the season, I think that's a ball we watched him sail and overthrow Farouk. Uh, he stood in the pocket, let it kind of extend, and then he just threw an absolute dime to Farouk that he was wide open, so it was a busted coverage. But uh, he put it on the money and uh, ended up uh, being a touchdown uh, for the Sooners. So there's a lot I liked on offense. There's a lot of clean up. It wasn't a perfect game by any means. Uh, I thought we ran the ball very well against them. 182 yards against that defense is great. Um, on the other side of the ball, it was good to see them slow down a team's running game. They only gave up 66 yards rushing. Um, passing, I mean, you know, at this day and age, you're going to give up quite a few passing yards. So, I mean, that's it is what it is. But I, the key number was the number 13, which is the amount of points they gave up. Um, three turnovers is always great. So, I agree with you 100%. I think this is a step in the right direction. Do you guys think this is a win? Um, I know you're happy with the win, but is this a win that you can feel confident in saying that OU has uh, – obviously they made some changes, but they've kind of put Progressed. things together to where you feel like they may not take another L the rest of the year? Or is this a win where you're like – I'll tell you, some yeah. Some improvements. 
I want to see some more, and then I'll have a little more confidence in you. I'll tell you what. So I think this weekend will tell us a lot. I agree. Uh, Baylor is a team that you know a lot of people had high hopes for this season. Defensively, they're still pretty strong. Uh, you know, they've had a lot of questions on uh, the offense, uh, but I here's what I know. You know, before the bye week, we had Kansas offensively looked amazing, right? Treated Kansas like Kansas being Kansas. That's mm-hmm. what we went out and did. Okay, had the bye week, got healthy, got guys um, you know ready to go again, got out and played this week, and um, you know didn't allow the the big play defensively. Which was, um, you know, always a plus. Um, offensively, we did nice things. So by doing that, you're showing you're moving in the right direction, and you're treating those teams that you're supposed to beat um, like the teams that you know they are. And back-to-back weeks of doing that is uh, exactly what you know what you want to see. So I, it's not that I'm like, oh man, we're the we're the best team now. You know, like in the mm-hmm. Big Twelve now. I'm not thinking that at all. I'm, I'm not even sold on that we're not going to lose another game. What I am saying is the better team has won uh, the last two games. Yeah. Um, so now playing Baylor this weekend, if we go out there and play how we have been, uh, el- eliminate the, you know, the, the big play uh, from Baylor and, you know, make uh, Marvin Mims for one has to be better. He's a guy who was on uh, very high on a lot of people's draft boards and all that, and he did not look like he was a uh, top receiver the other no. night. No, and I, you know, everyone's got bad games. I understand that, but I mean, dropping wide open passes and things like that. I mean, that that can't happen. He, he's a you know a guy that we look to, you know. So he's got to uh, clean that up because you're not going to be able to make those mistakes against the better teams like a Baylor, like um, OSU, you know, things like that. So. Um, he has, if he wants to be a number one option, he has to play. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Plus, so, so. yeah, if he wants to be the man, he's got to make those plays, exactly. the wide open ones, or even that one that it was, even was a little contested. I mean, Gabriel puts it in the only spot he can catch it for mm-hmm. a touchdown, and he drops it. Um, what I will say, I agree with you. I, I it's not that. Oh, you, I don't believe there's. They can lose. They can lose all four games. For all I know, I will say that none of these teams are teams that I look at and be like they they can't beat them. Yeah. All four games for the rest of the season, they can beat all four teams. They can lose all four games, but oh, you can definitely beat all four teams. It's it's amazing how helpless I felt when we were going into that Texas game, where I was just like, I literally like with or without Gabriel, I was like, I don't see a way of us winning just because mm-hmm. how we had played. Now you put a couple good ball games together. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, it's the competition's not great, so I'm not trying to get you know too high on on these wins. But now going into this game, you know we're going game by game basis now. Like you said, it, it is week to week is how I feel yeah. about this football team. Um, going into Baylor, yeah, there's nothing about it that I'm like, I, we can't beat Baylor. No, that's not that's not on my mind at all. Yeah, I think if we go out there and play the way we've played the last couple of weeks, I think we beat them. No, I know Baylor. I mean, obviously Baylor. If it wasn't for Oklahoma, then Baylor is the most disappointing team in the Big Twelve this season. Um, but you know they've got some issues on the defensive line at the moment and offensive line. Uh, they've had moments where they haven't looked great. So um, it's always, but always going to have to come out and play a very crisp game because I mean with a Dave Aranda defense, you can't be making too many mistakes or they are going to come back to bite you. Um, they do have some weapons on the offense uh, defensively. They are still pretty solid. Um, so it's going to be like Preston said. This is going to be the game that really tells it. I think if OU comes in, you know, plays like they have. 
and you know they get the W. Um, I don't care how they get the W by one or by twenty. I mean, I prefer twenty, but if they win it by one, I don't care. Um, as long as they can keep, you know, progressing, showing they're getting better. You know, getting Billy Bowman back is always a, a is a big deal. Oh yeah, big. Um, Deshaun White seems to be coming into his own a little bit more over these last few weeks um, in that cheetah position, which is a, which is good. Um, and you know, and then on the offensive side, like like I mentioned, I mean the deep ball hasn't been working too much, but that the intermediate game, the five to ten, the what he had been struggling with, Dylan Gabriel's been incredibly sharp since he got back from the uh, concussion. Uh, he hasn't been making. I mean, the Kansas game had three turnovers, but I mean against Iowa State, a defense that is better than can or than Kansas's. You know, he didn't. I didn't see one ball that he threw that where I was like, oh, that was. I mean, it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he the receivers let him down. Uh, I thought Theo Weiss had a b- jump ball that he probably could have got at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Um, Braden Willis had a drop ball that I mean, apparently was set up perfectly for him. So instead of so instead of being what eighteen or nineteen for uh, twenty six, he ends up being fifteen for twenty six. So, but again, I thought he was very efficient. He if he stays that way, and with the running game that they've got going right now, especially with Eric Gray, mm-hmm. um, I I mean. I think they're in a pretty good position. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta gotta keep building. And that's really all it is, man. Week to week, uh, game to game, quarter to quarter. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Every every step is a, it's a it's a process. I mean, that's what we're learning was this um, this rebuild was more than we expected it to be, just because mm-hmm. we're not used to it. But um, there's no reason why we can't turn this into something positive. And build to, towards the future. Um, I was waiting to see a couple things, but it doesn't look like anything has been announced yet. But um, we had uh, recruiting is becoming very crucial. Obviously, we've talked about the cl- this class and and things like that. There's a, a nice defensive um, tackle that we were trying to uh, to gain today. Uh, sounds like he's going to Ohio State. He committed to Ohio State. Did yeah. he? Yeah. Okay. As I say, I knew it was supposed to be. Was it five fifteen or six? I think it's five fifteen. Okay. But yeah, I saw yeah. I saw that on the way over here. Okay, I was gonna say I saw that was going, and then another guy last week flipped to Miami. Um, so there's been a little disappointment here in the recruiting class. Once again, that's why I said it was very important to finish this year strong and show that recruiting class of you know like what what we're building here mm-hmm. and why they want to be a part of it. So um, just, like I said, game by game, keep doing what you're doing, keep moving forward. And let's uh, build towards the future. I agree. Uh, I think the last three weeks is a step in the right direction. Yep, for sure. Um, now, someone who's going in the wrong direction, uh, unfortunately, is the uh, the Pokes. Uh, because we didn't get to watch uh, a lot of this game. Uh, I was watching it while I was getting ready for the wedding. But I can tell you, if you had to... Uh, Cowboy fans, well, our friends there, they didn't miss much. Well, everyone there is a Cowboy fan. So, <laughs> uh, literally the, the the groom and uh, his whole family. So it was uh, very disappointing, uh, obviously, in their eyes. But, um, you know, made me feel a little bit better about our Kansas State loss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say that. You guys have to feel pretty good after watching them get their ass stomped. The problem is we got ran out of the building by TCU, yeah. and you know they they hung with them and was kicking their butt for a while. Yeah, it's just so weird how like things are. I mean, it's just so different. But I mean, you know, just it's just a, how you catch a team. I mean, there. I was reading some message board stuff on OU stuff. I mean, there are people mods and people who are like looking right now. They're like, you know, Texas 
kind of happy they caught OU when they caught OU. Because if it had been at any different time, it could have been, you know, a different situation. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I mean, who knows? But um, as far as that OSU game, because I watched some of it, it was just very shocking to me just how, I mean, look, K-State's got good players. I mean, obviously Deuce Vaughn's an All-American. Um, but just watching, like, them bring that back up in and just, you know, watching him just, I mean, and he, clearly he's a better passer than what Adrian Martinez is. Um, he's not quite the athlete, but, I mean, it just, and we knew the secondary was had problems for OSU, but, you know, I watched him face a better quarterback, frankly, uh, a week ago in Quinn Ewers, and, you know, they, they made life for him a living hell, and this guy just had, just pick and choose whatever he wanted. I mean, it was just shocking to me to watch, you know, what Oklahoma State has done last few weeks, and just watch how, I mean, how poor that offense played. I mean, K-State's defense is pretty good. It's not good enough, in my opinion, to hold OSU to zero points. Right. But, I, I don't know, it was just one of those games, it's just like, it's like one of those games you just really can't explain. Like, honestly, like, you just sit there and you're just like, what happened? Like, and then, you know, I know Spencer's banged up, but still, it just, it was a very, it was it was shocking to me. My big thing um, in this is, you know, it, it lined up, unfortunately, you know, it, OSU misses it maybe by a year with last year's defense and another year of Sanders, you know, under under his belt and all that. Having Sanders back this year, really trying to fix the defense, get, get it going uh, again, and, you know, all the changes that they have had to make. Uh, but this has got to be really an all-time just low for OSU um, as far as the last decade. Oh, it's a recent say. memory, yeah. Um, just being like, man, it just seemed like things were lining up in their favor. Uh, offensively, being able to move the football very well, uh, that hasn't been the issue. And we just know that over the last few years that they've just been able to figure it out defensively, even if that meant forcing turnovers, uh, giving up a lot of yards but forcing turnovers. And here they are losing 48-0 to um, to Kansas State. It, it just I, flabbergasted. I mean, that's really the only word I could use I for it. it's all time low. I think it's expected. Well, well I was saying in the last, like, ten years. I mean, like that, that to me, it just made sense that we were going to see an OSU-TCU rematch in the Big 12 championship, and either one of those teams could win. Yeah. Um, and now, and it's obviously still very possible. That OSU runs the table and and, and gets back in. Um, they're gonna need they're gonna need some help from some other teams ahead of you know with K State. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Texas will end up beating Kansas State. Um, I think that will be a a uh, a way to get them back into it. But um, I'm just I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's for the like first time I'm disappointed for OSU. <laughs> Because that, uh, that's not what you wanted to see there. I think, you know, the sky was the limit Ooh. as far outside of maybe making the playoff uh, where this team was going to go this year. And then to end up where they're at, I just think is very disappointing. I agree to a certain degree. Um, I think that they, I don't know, I guess maybe it is kind of deflating. They sure. themselves in the foot. But to be honest with you, I feel like OSU does this every single year. Uh, they have a game where they, yeah, are off and end up losing, but to get blown out the way they did. I wish you hasn't been blown out like this in a long time. Offensively, yeah, it just doesn't make out, sense. I just, find like, I just feel like they always find a way to fuck it up. 
Sure. Yeah. You know, big big thing. I know you said within the last decade, I feel like when they lost to Iowa State when they were the number two ranked team, I feel like that was a harder pill to swallow. Well, yeah. When yeah. They missed, no, Iowa State stunk. Yeah, yeah, and too. I just feel like I just feel like they always find a way to fuck it up. I don't know. Yes, Sanders has some injuries, whatever, whatever, but I just don't know. I feel like they went into this game and had no game plan or didn't give a fuck. Because how do you go in there and put up zero points against Kansas State? Yeah. They're good, but they're not that good. That's what I'm no, saying. Not, yeah. not, so it's I mean, OSU is a top five offense. To held accountable, and I think Gundy is the guy that I think. Gonna, if I'm going to be on anybody's ass, because for you to go into this game, and they were at home too, right? No, this was in, this was this in K-State. State. This was in K-State. Well, for you to go into this game and have this team this unprepared, you can't – the players execute what you plan for them. Mm-hmm. So, obviously something wasn't right from the, the, the jump. The, from the jump, exactly. So, I don't know. Hopefully OSU can bounce back from this. And, you know, I feel like the Big 12 kind of beating up on each other, ex- except for TCU. Yeah. Um, they've run into some tough games, but – uh, they're a clear. They're clearly the best team in the Big Twelve right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I feel like the Big Twelve is kind of battling. You know, OU has three losses now. Uh, OSU has two. Right? Right, they have two. Uh, Texas K- has two. K State has two. Texas well, K State only has. K State has two, but one of those was a non-conference loss. So they really have only one. Not only yeah. one conference okay. loss. So yeah, so yeah. So I just I don't know. I just feel like they're kind of all beating up on each other. But it it, it makes for a good. You know, it's entertaining football. Yeah, it's entertaining because we don't know who's going to be. You know, as long as TCU wins out, we don't know who's going to be playing them. Yeah, in the Big Twelve. I mean, right now it looks like K State, but again, like you know, Texas comes in and they uh, uh, they come in this weekend. There, it is in Manhattan, so um, they come in and they win. They beat K State. I mean, it it all kind of just goes to. I mean, whoever K K State can't let this win over OSU. They they can let it give them confidence, but they can't let them. They can't. Don't slack off. Yeah, is what I'm saying. You're a good team, but you're not like Alabama's good. You know, no, what no, I mean? no, no, so not at don't all. Don't slack off. Continue to play every game as if. You know, I just think that they're they, ready to take my, over the big. My ball. question is for K State: Is that if Adrian Martinez is healthy, do you even go back to him? Or do you have like some place set up for him? Because Will Howard's come in against TCU and Oklahoma State, and that that vertical passing game, the passing game altogether, has just really opened up for them, and it's really made their offense a little bit more dynamic. Um, so that's going to be a question that Kleiman has to you know kind of go into. I know Adrian Martinez is the guy kind of got them there, but you know Will Howard's been the one that's really made this offense pop the last few weeks. Um, when he's been in with his passing ability. So uh, I think that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, if we wanted to preview that one real quick, I, I, this is another tough road game for Quinn Ewers. Now he did, he is coming off a bye week. Um, Texas does have the more talent on them, but as a team, I don't know if I'm quite there to say they're a better team than K-State. So I think I probably have to take K-State in that game. Yeah, I just, unfortunately... I, I still see Texas as too big of a threat. Um, Kansas State, you know, finds a way to play well against the spread, slow it down, slow the game down. Um, I, I just think it's going to be too much Texas. Um, I, I think they're due for a, a nice little bounce back, and eventually will uh, pull away in this game. Uh, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Texas too. 
honestly feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I, I just feel like Kansas State just had a couple really good games, um, but they're not. I don't. I don't think they're this good. Eventually, well, that's, gonna, that's, that's, I don't think that. Beat a team. I don't think. I don't think there's much difference between Texas and K State yeah. as teams. Well, the biggest difference is the athletes. I mean, the athletes. That yeah. Texas is just too solid. I mean, there's too much talent there that I think. Um, you know, the running game will really get going. I think yours is due for a, a big bounce back game. Um, you know, I, I just I see them moving the ball. Um, and doing kind of what they want with Kansas State. Maybe a few mistakes here and there, but eventually it'll be too much Texas. Yeah, I think Texas is going to actually come with a game plan and not just go out there and think they can just do whatever they want. Like well, the difference State. between OSU and <laughs> Texas is that they have a running game. Yeah. Oklahoma State, it hasn't really been talked about. I mean, they have uh, – it's a not a – Gundy. They have – oh, God, don't even start on him. <laughs> right. But they have no running game whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, they put out guys there, but there nobody there where you look at you like, that's the guy that you can lean on uh, to kind of, you know, control the game, especially yeah. with lead. I mean, Texas has Bijan. That's, that's yeah. all they need to that's really have. So, uh, but K-State's got Deuce. So yeah, no, it, it'll be a good game. I, I'm I am looking forward to that. I just think ultimately, um, Texas's athlete, athleticism will become an issue for Kansas State. Um, I think Oklahoma State's going to bounce back though this week because like they got Kansas. Um, we'll see if Spencer Sanders plays. I know he's beat up. Um, still no Jalen Daniels for Kansas. Um, Jason Bean's a pretty good backup, but he just makes too many mistakes. I think Oklahoma State will bounce back and get that W for them. Yeah, I'm going OCU too. And then uh, just to stick with that, uh, the OU Baylor game. I just think that OU's. I think they're in a kind of a good mindset right now. Um, now I know it's supposed to be pretty nasty weather on Saturday, which then you look to see uh, who, which team has the better running game, and that is OU. Uh, so I tend to lean them. I think the defense is going to keep making strides. Um, I think it'll be a close game, but I like OU uh, beating Baylor on Saturday at home. I hate to do this to you guys, but I'm definitely going Baylor. I feel like, uh, yeah, Baylor's had a disappointing year, but they've also found um, last week I think they beat Texas Tech, was it 40-something? Uh, oh, yeah, they kicked their butt. They kicked the yeah, crap out of them, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. It seems like they may have figured some stuff out over there too, and they got some stuff going. Um, and we all know that that game, that, I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, but I, if I had to go, I, I'm, I'm going to go Baylor. Uh, let's go, thirty-one to twenty-eight. I would say OU thirty-four twenty-seven. Yeah, we're all right there. I'm thirty-five twenty-eight OU. Um, I think they'll just get just enough done to get it done. Um, you know, they've got a three and a half points favorite right now for OU. Um, I think the most disappointing part of this game until the game actually happens. Have, or most disappointing thing about this game until the game actually gets played is um, they've moved this game to ESPN Plus, and that is just an all-time low uh, for a Sooner fan <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, you know, to ESPN Plus. Yeah, it makes no. I mean, I I, I don't even really understand. So also, that's what you were saying earlier. Yeah, really? I don't I don't even really understand the the whole gist of it yet. Um, I thought there's. A deal with the with OU's contract that they can only have one game a year that's not on TV, and we've already had that against mm-hmm. uh, Akron. Was it? 
It was against Kent State. Kent State, that's yeah. what it was. Akron. Yeah, They're about the same. They're same, 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 same area. Uh, yeah, and um, to have this accessory against Baylor, who once again was someone that you know people are high on, and I think is still a very good program right now. Um, I don't know. Weird. Is this the Big Twelve decision? It, it could be. I mean, this is. I mean, that, it wouldn't surprise it me if it like was. It. If it, I mean, it doesn't surprise. I mean, I, I'm sorry. You know, they if you want an ESPN really, Plus game, I mean, let's just, be honest. Oklahoma State, Kansas. I mean, Kansas doesn't have their star player. Oklahoma State's just coming off a bad loss. I mean, yeah, but Oklahoma State's also not leaving the Big Twelve. And Big Twelve. I mean, that's. I mean, you want to say that's why? But if we're being if we're being sensical about who should be more on like TV and on ESPN Plus at least this week, I mean, the OU Baylor game, it still got it still got a little bit sizzle to it than the OU uh, OU or OSU Kansas game, and a lot of that, like I said, has to do with the bad loss the OSU had, and then Jalen Daniels not playing for for Kansas. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, some of these, uh, yeah, let's just knock out a couple of these um, ones from the weekend. Um, Tennessee, Kentucky. Obviously, this show, it, I think was a big step for uh, Tennessee. Yep, just showing, hey, we're actually pretty legit. <laughs> um, I mean, somebody thought they weren't. Well, I, I mean, mean I, it, I, it, I think uh, very legit. I mean, like, could have been a very easy way to take a step back sure. this week. Everyone's getting. I'm like, everyone's on Tennessee bandwagon now, right? I mean, everyone's hopping on, being like, "Okay, right, this team is really good." Um, you know, and it would have been a perfect letdown spot. Instead, they wear those black jerseys, come out and light. You know, put on a freaking show. They were clean, oh, dude. Disgusting. Those were sick. Yeah, I was. Um, I will say this. I mean, obviously, we know a lot about. I mean, we everybody loves the uh, Tennessee uh, offense. The defense is what really stood out to me. Uh, they were. Uh, I thought they played really hard. You know, Will Levis is. He is a good quarterback, and uh, Chris Rodriguez is a good running back. And they just completely took them out of the game. Like with the three picks, you know that they just shut their offense down. That uh, atmosphere there was fantastic. Um, you know, it was it was very impressive by Tennessee, and now it just leads up to what has the very much potential to be a game of the year. Type matchup this weekend with Georgia. Yep, those jerseys are clean. Yeah, yeah. I mean they do look like OSU jerseys, but yeah. no, they do. They, no, they do. They <laughs> do. The, 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 no, OSU, OSU hasn't worn anything that clean. Chill. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's. Um, I think it just speaks to the team. Like you said, they everyone knows about the offense, but the defense was stepped up and showed, hey, you know, we can put a little defense here too. I mean. Kentucky wasn't no slouch uh, offensively, uh, so uh, for them to do the way they did, very impressive. Mm-hmm. I think it sets uh, the tone for going into this weekend. Number one versus number two. Yep. You know, unfortunately, Tennessee being on the road, I think that obviously gives Georgia a slight advantage here. But Georgia hasn't been the same Georgia you know we saw last year. Yep. I think um, you know Georgia did everything they needed to to take make light work of. Uh, Florida, yeah, but um, I don't know, man. I, is Tennessee's uh, is it striking midnight and this runs over, or do you think uh, they can go in there and shock the world? I mean, I think they can. I think they go in and shock the world. I think I agree with you 100. percent Being on the road, um, and it's more than likely going to be a night game in uh, Athens. So um, the defense won't have Nolan Smith for Georgia. You know that offense for for it's, it's two thirty. 
Actually, it's a two thirty game. CBS two thirty game. What the fuck, man? <laughs> it's just like I'll say this, and we'll, we'll get to that game. That Penn State Ohio State game should not have been an eleven o'clock game. No, that 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 does stink. Um, but um, I will say my favorite time time slot of a of an SEC game is two thirty. Well, that's just that that's just, it makes that's their spot. Outside of a few games like LSU, Bama, mm-hmm. um, and or now apparently Bama and A and M, those are usually the ones that uh, stand out. But two thirty, the crowd's going to be fired up. I just like what I'm seeing on both sides of the ball more from Tennessee than I am from Georgia. I think the Georgia offense something has been missing. Um, they don't quite. Have, I mean, Brock. Bowers is a is the best tight end in the country. He is an absolute monster. Um, Stetson Bennett, you know, he's been okay. I mean, he hasn't really. I mean, he he's only got like nine turn, like nine touchdowns to like a couple picks. Yeah, three interceptions. Three interceptions. So I mean, he's not lighting the world up. The run game will be huge for them if they can keep the Tennessee offense off the field. Um, it's yeah. just going to come down to strength on strength, and it's going to be that off that offense for Tennessee and. Uh, that defense for Georgia, and I just think right now the confident. And I'm not saying Georgia's defense isn't confident. It's just that I've seen moments from that from that defense where they have lapses. I mean, you look at small. So you look at like Kent State. You know, Kent State was able to have uh, good moments against them. Missouri was about to have good moments against them. They made light work of Florida, but Florida pulled within eight. Yeah. they had a 17 point third quarter mm-hmm. that made it tight. So. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's just – I just think that that offense is running on all cylinders right now. And I think it will be a good game. I think it will be close. But I, I like Tennessee in this game. I'm going to say – I'm going to say – I'll say 31-28. Wow. I'm going Tennessee too. Dang, okay. I'm going Tennessee. I just feel like I agree with Philly. Georgia's defense does have – I think Georgia's defense is still elite. But if there's any team that you can't have a lapse against – it's going to be Tennessee. Uh, their offense has been explosive. Uh, I think uh, – I can't remember his name. Small, what's his name? What? The running back. For who? For uh, Tennessee. Jabari Small. Mm-hmm. Small. Yeah. I feel like he's going to be the, the key to uh, Tennessee's success. And I know I know you can go with the quarterback. You can go with Hooker, right? Mm-hmm. I think Jabari Small – if he has a big game, that's just going to open it up for the pass game, right. obviously, right? Yeah. And that pass game is explosive. So if he can go out there and have a solid game, keep Georgia on their toes, I think Tennessee's going to get the job done, and I'm going to go with a score of 35-28. I just think, too, I mean, right now you look at – I mean, they got Cedric Tillman back. They're one of their big play receivers. But at the same time, too, now they've got another big play receiver in Hyatt who – Right now, it looks like I don't know who's gonna be able who's gonna slow him down. So I mean, he's already have has fourteen touchdowns this year. I know, which absolutely incredible. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Hyatt. I mean, dude, again, another hundred yard game, two more touchdowns. You know, Brew McCoy, uh, the transfer from USC, he's been good. Yep. Um, and then getting Cedric Tillman back, it just seems like they have so many. There's Things the weapons. The right time. They are. Yeah. And um, you know, again. They haven't faced a defense like Georgia, but again, Georgia hasn't faced an offense like them. So it's it's going to be a fun watch. But I just think Tennessee is just just the they're just running at an all all time 
well, not at an all time, but at all time higher at the moment for yeah. them. I th- I, yeah. Whoever wins this game is the favorite, I think, to win the championship. Like the national I'm championship? Saying, yeah, the national championship. Very well could I, be. In my opinion, whoever comes out, and it depends on how that team looks. We definitely but know I'm, that they're going to, whoever wins this game is win the SEC East. Yes. This is for the SEC East. Yeah, I think the SEC they're going to be yeah. favorite going into the playoffs. Yeah, Let's just yeah. say that. So, all right. So here's the deal. So <clears throat> I agree. I mean, you said it perfectly, Antoine. I think the team that runs the football the best wins this game. I think that's really how you set the tone, especially against good defenses. Um, here's the deal, though. Yeah, Georgia, yeah, everyone's kind of like down, like Georgia's defense isn't quite the same. They've only allowed – the most points they've allowed this year was 22 points. They've done it twice, once against Kent State, once against Missouri, and that was back-to-back weeks. Since, well, they played. since then, that was 10 points, 0 points, 20 points. So clearly the defense is uh, doing well enough to keep uh, the other team off the board. Now here's the catch. Here's who they've played. Oregon, right, which, um, you know, that was a great win then. Um, looking even better, better right now because yeah. Oregon is figuring it out. Yep. Samford. Not Stanford. Sanford. Yeah. Yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. Kent State. Yeah. Missouri. Okay. A terrible Auburn team that fired their coach today, okay. and Vanderbilt, and Florida. All right. Yes. Okay. okay. And those two teams that you said scored twenty-two <laughs> were Kent State, Missouri. Yeah. And those two aren't very good. No. So with that being said, Georgia really hasn't been tested. Week one, I give them that. Since then, not tested. Yeah. Florida. Yes, they fought back in that. Never mm-hmm. really thought that game was. No, I never thought it was in peril. But it just Florida's really gone downhill the last few weeks, and just yeah, I, I just not really care anything. I know it's a rivalry game and all that, but still. So this is the first time they've been challenged since week one. I think. Well, I'll, I'll give them the Missouri game just because. I mean, they they had a fight back in that, but yeah, they did. Um, really challenged though. I I, I mean. This is big boy talk. I mean, this is for the East. Um, Go ahead and say it, bro. You, you just like you used to say with Bama. Until until you beat the champ, bro. Right? You gotta you gotta go with the champ. I'm actually a little disappointed because Tennessee whiskey. I didn't want us all being on the same page, but (sighs) say it, man. Go ahead. Are you going Rocky Top? Let's go, baby. Tennessee all day, baby. There you go. Let's go. No, uh, I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think this comes down, like I said, whoever runs the ball the best. I think it is a lower score game. Lower lower score. Lower scoring game? Lower scoring game than most people think. Let's see what the over-under here is. We're looking at uh, 66 points. So I hate going uh, against Vegas on this, but I am taking the under. Um, and I'm going to go – I am going to go 31-21 Tennessee. I like it. I like it. I just – if if one of – if I don't know. It's weird. If one of – if like you said, the defense from last year – again, you're right. The defense isn't playing bad this year. They it's just, just that – it's time. just like I'm just – you sit there and you watch and you're just like – Something's missing with this defense. And then, of course, you go to the offense, and it's just – I mean, outside of Brock Bauer, I mean, they don't really have – they don't have like a Pickens or 
they don't have a Burton to go to to be a big play uh, threat. So there are things missing. I, uh, the Georgia running game could be a big factor into it uh, with McIntosh, Milton, and those guys. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Stetson Bennett, Bennett again hasn't really lit anything up. So it just seems like they've. It just. I'm not saying they've underperformed, but it's like they're just undercooked. Yeah. And and again, it has to do with who they played, but. You know, we watched Georgia last year and who they played, and, you know, they just blew the doors off everybody. Who do you think wants this more? I think Tennessee I, wants this I more. I think Tennessee wants this more, too. I think they're I think they're trying to prove a point that it's not just Alabama and Georgia and the SEC, that they're here, too. So I think Tennessee wants this more. I think they're going to come in there. They're going to – you know, they got lucky when they played Bama, right, because it, they got Bama at home, mm-hmm. right? This shows if you're a real team. If you yeah. can go into this team's environment, and if you go out there and you get this dub, the there's chance, no yeah, way. Yeah. With the teams that they have left, as long as they don't take their foot off the pedal, there's no way they're not finishing this season undefeated. Um, no way. There's I mean, no I'll say this. Obviously, if Georgia, if Georgia does lose, I just don't see any way for them to find a way to backdoor into the playoff. It'll be tough just because the, the schedule's not quite there. They play I mean, Bama yet? They don't play Bama this year. They'd play them if they did made it to the SEC title game. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, yeah. Which, by the way, the- real quick, with Bama, I'm not saying they're going to make it there, but, you know, LSU's getting better each week. Yeah. So, I mean, LSU's a team they need to take very well, seriously. Well, let's just jump into that. Let's go to that game real quick here. LSU-Bama. Is it next? Is it this weekend? It's this weekend. Holy shit. Yeah. No, exactly. We've got we've got good football. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Uh, at, Billy at, didn't know that. Hey, at LSU, at at night, crowd's going to be insane. You're right, LSU's gotten better. Uh, Bama's, you know, still struggling. I mean, not getting not getting the respect they uh, they probably feel like they deserve. Sitting at number six right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this game in the sense of it's a it's a quote unquote get right game for Bama. This is definitely that kind of game. Um, I think they take that step here and are able to get the job done, take care of LSU. But man, I'm telling you right now, they get behind in this game. They 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 make some mistakes like we've seen. It would not shock me if LSU found a way to get it done. Uh, I think this all comes down to the one play. I mean, we know what Bryce Young's going to do. It's that other quarterback on the other side, Jane Daniels. It's going to come down to him. Um, one of the biggest reasons for their resurgence, uh, LSU's resurgence this season, has been his play. Um, so. It's going to come down to how he plays again in this game. Um, if he can keep, you know, progressing and making moves like he has the last few weeks, then it's going to be very interesting. But I just think it's going to be too much Bryce Young, uh, too much uh, Jameer Gibbs. Um, I think uh, I agree with you. I think it is a get right game. I think this will be the kind of game that this defense needs to have like a pretty, uh, you know, sterling performance. I know they they beat up on a good Mississippi State offense. Um, but to do it on the road, uh, and you know, and especially in Death Valley, I think it would say a lot. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Alabama wins. I'm gonna say they win thirty-one seventeen. I'm going Bama, and it's not even it's not even up for debate for me. I think uh, if you look at Bama's schedule, I feel like they have one of the tougher schedules just based on. Just based on the fact, you know, you go in, obviously you lose, you, you win in Texas by one. 
right? Texas had a game plan. They were able to overcome that uh, end of the game, fourth mm-hmm. quarter, right? Um, the person that needed to make big plays made the big play in Bryce Young, you know. Um, then you go and you look and, you know, they played Arkansas, who was ranked, who was ranked at that time too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Texas A&M, who had all the hype. They won by four. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just going through this, and, you know, they only lost – their only loss is to Tennessee, who yep. we just said could, mm-hmm. we all picked them to beat Bama, which is the number one, or Georgia, which is the number one team. I'm just looking at Bama's schedule, and I'm just saying they, they, they've been battle-tested, mm-hmm. right? They're going into this LSU game, and then they have Ole Miss the week after, and they're going into this LSU game like, man, look, we've been there and done that. We know how to get the job done. All we have to do is execute, mm-hmm. point blank, period. So – for LSU, they've made the right moves. They've stepped up. They've, they're doing things to put themselves back in talk for, you know, hey, we're still a good program over here. But yeah. when it comes to Bama, Bama's just elite. They know how to get the job done. Uh, and they're going to go into – they're playing – I think the, the biggest advantage LSU has is the fact that Bama is coming to them. Yeah. Right? That's the biggest advantage because we all know how that, cra- that, that stadium is, especially when they're playing Alabama. So it's going to be crazy. But dude, if you if you think Bama's not coming out on top, yeah, that's uh, crazy. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bama, and I'm going. Uh, I think Bama's gonna come out here to make a statement. Uh, so I'm going Bama, and I'm gonna go 35 or sorry, 45. Let's go 42, 28. I like that too. Okay. Um, did you have any other games you want to discuss? I, I thought uh, yeah. I was, I thought that was yeah, I'm just to me. I'm just looking at. I mean, we can talk about real did quick. You pick already? I took Bama. Yeah, you took Bama. Yeah. Did you give a score? I don't think so. Um, Mate, you got Bama. Forty-five twenty-one. Okay. Um, really, the only I mean, one big game this past week. I mean, was the Penn State Ohio State game? Oh yeah. Yep. Um, that was you know Penn State fought hard for oh, for a good portion of the game, but again, and I've mentioned it on here before. Sean Clifford's not him. He's not that guy. <laughs> not that uh, guy, pal. He's not that guy. So, uh, as long as they keep putting him out there, and I'll say this too, James Franklin ain't that guy. No. I don't care how much they, they call hype him, out, him up. Billy, call him out. Yeah, one in ten against top 25 or something like I that. I mean, once, yeah, yeah you're top supposed 10. to be this like el- kind of elite type coach. You can recruit well, but you can't put together against these teams. I mean, I know he's beaten Ohio State before, but – Again, like you just said, one in ten against top ten teams. I mean, at some point you got to sit there and be like, "What are we doing? What are we talking about?" Yeah. So, um, I like the, I do like a lot of the pieces that Penn State does have, but until they make that move uh, and get a new quarterback in there, um, I mean, they're this is who they are. Yep. And so, uh, and then you look at Ohio State. This is the last true test they have till Michigan, um, so they can I mean sleepwalk and still beat some of these teams they're about to play. Um, but we all know what it's coming down to. Michigan took care of Michigan State. Um, off, you know, Michigan State had to try to take care of some of the guys off the field. Um, yeah, it's one of the most disgusting things I've seen. I think that program is in a very bad well, spot. I, I was going to mention that the, since since they gave the big contract, they've gone nothing but non. Yeah, I've gone nothing but downhill. They're three and five this year, and I don't know how many. What the four players get. Suspended. Four players got suspended. Players yeah, got suspended. and I think there could be some more stuff coming from that, plus possible police charges against it. Yep. Um, and I really, I, I don't even really care what the circumstances are. Um, there's just no room for that. I mean, that was 
like I said, really disgusting to see a, a kid get jumped like that. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know why they think that's, you know, teaming up on someone like that is never the right decision. Uh, but especially with what you have to lose there. I mean, clearly there's tons of people around. I mean, how many different angles did you see in cameras and stuff like that? Broke it up. Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. Yeah, I, I, I do agree up. with that. Like I thought that was. I thought that was. I thought that was really like poor too. But yeah, there's there's a lot that has to go down there. Michigan State's fallen fast. Um, clearly, yeah, probably regretting that contract they gave. Oh, what that big of uh, yeah. Mel Tucker? Yeah, Mel Tucker after holy shit after one win. I mean, you know, you get, I understand. I mean, let's be honest. They won the Peach Bowl last year, but that was against a Kenny Pickett-less team. Yeah. I mean, if Kenny Pickett plays in that game, they, they smoke Michigan State. So, yep. Um, yep, it's a, it was a nasty scene. But, you know, Michigan State's uh, – they're going downhill in a hurry. Uh, I don't feel bad for them at all. Uh, but, again, this is uh, – this is setting up for a uh, the big matchup because I mean you think the argument can be made right now, the four best teams each play in like their own division in the mm-hmm. country, with Tennessee and Georgia uh, playing in the SEC East and the Michigan and, Mich- and Ohio State playing in the uh, Big Ten uh, yeah Big Ten East. So um, it's going to be very interesting when that game comes. I mean, I mean it's you know the Big Ten. I mean, the, the funny thing is, is a team that should get a little respect is because in their – I mean, I don't – I mean, whoever they play in that game, I think they're going to lose in the Big Ten title game. But uh, Illinois, uh, the Illini, they're – I think they're having a great season. Not they deserve Illinois. some respect. Talk about, it. Talk about they've it. got a They've got a really good defense. Um, I mean, I, I don't, again, I don't think they it's one that's – They also have a really good run game. They have a solid about. running game. The, the man, <laughs> Bilma, if you – when you have – Brett Bilma as your coach, you're going to have a good running game. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll see what happens. But, again, I think it's all going to come down to Ohio State, Michigan, and the Big Ten, as we've talked about many a times. Um, and then, of course, you know, obviously this weekend we'll settle at least the SEC East. I just want to give a shout-out to, you know, Illinois real quick. That boy Barnes – or Chase Brown, I'm sorry. That boy, he is – Last last six games, 108 rushing, 129, 146, 180, 149. Last six games. So give a shout-out to him because, you know, I like to see when my home state team gets a little shine. So I had to yeah. throw that out there. But I'm not expecting them to come in and, like, win any big games or anything. But it's just pretty cool to see. And then in the uh, – just real, real quick, just wanted to hear the Pac-12. Um, I mean, Oregon is – they're getting better with each week. Um, Bo Nix is out of his fucking mind, though, when he says that he thinks they can beat Georgia now. Uh, you weren't that guy in the SEC. You're you're not going to do it again. You're not going to do that to them now with Oregon. So, yeah. but I think they're having a great season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who they more than likely play. I know they have Utah coming up here pretty soon. Um, uh, they got Washington and Oregon, and then Oregon State. That's a that's a pretty solid little three game stretch for. Um, Oregon, so they could possibly, you know, play themselves out of in the Pac-12 title. Um, I know there's a two, there's a three-way tie right now for uh, for that second place spot between uh, UCLA, USC, and uh, Utah. So obviously UCLA and USC are going to play themselves out of it. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I mean, yeah. the Pac-12. You know, I know we don't talk about it much. That conference has been better than what I expected this season. Um, they got some pretty good teams in there, but. We'll see what happens. Yep. No, absolutely, man. Um, let's go on and move to NFL real quick. 
we're going to go just jump through some of these games. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, you know, the old guys had another rough week. Both Brady and Rodgers uh, both go down. Ravens got better today, taking uh, oh Antoine's uh, former linebacker, <laughs> former linebacker and Smith. Um, I'm sorry, my condolences. That does stink to lose a young, exciting linebacker like him. That being said, I will say this about your Bears: ton of cap space, but at least for the last two weeks, it looks like jo- Justin Fields is starting to figure it out. Yep. Yeah, they. I think he's been playing really good. Playing game plan around him, which I really like. Um, I know we're going to move on, but I just I'm still trying to figure out the actual plan. Like I know we have a shit ton of cap space, mm-hmm. right? I just don't understand in getting rid of somebody like Smith. Like it had to be a situation where they talked to him and was like, "Do you think we can work this out?" And he, he said had, no. Had to said no. He said no. You don't trade somebody like that. He's dynamic. He's energetic. He's passionate. He's a leader. He's young. Yeah. You pay him what he wants next year when you get all his money, and then you move on with the rest of your team. So it had to be a situation of that. But I am happy to see that the reason we lost wasn't because of the offense. It was definitely because of the defense. We've definitely progressed. Our run game is elite. Yeah. Uh, between Montgomery and uh, Herbert and Fields. Uh, I like the decision. You know, Fields isn't putting up huge stats. But, you know, when I see a stat line of 186, I think he had 186 yards, three touchdown passes, zero interceptions, right? And yep. he had Or two touchdown passes and a rushing mm-hmm. touchdown. He's making the right decisions. He's looking comfortable in his offense. All I wanted to – I never expected a big season from the Bears. All I wanted to see was improvement. So, there you go. I had to get my Bears take. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um only thing I want to say about this game, about the London game, was obviously we had all the jokes going into it with uh, the the take that Russell Wilson was going to be or was working out in the aisle while everyone was sleeping and all that. Well, Broncos go out, take care of business. Um, Russell Wilson, you know, didn't look terrible in this game. It was a it was a big game for them to try to play themselves, you know, somewhat into uh, having a shot here. Because that defense still is really good. Because mm-hmm. they made a um, a Trevor Lawrence who had been showing improvement so far this year look really really bad. So I I really don't even have much else to say other than that. But are you guys? Do you think this criticism that um, Russell Wilson's getting? I mean, like it seems like everyone hates this guy. Because I'll tell you what was weird was after the uh, the win the Seahawks had this weekend. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett took a little shot. Took a little shot at Russell Wilson, and they were good friends. So I'm a little curious to see. If there's more to it than than we know about Russell Wilson. You always hear murmurs online, or like even we we I mean we listen to PMT, mm-hmm. and they mention it all the time about stuff that they've heard uh, from others about him in the locker room. About he he had to get special treatment. I mean that whole thing with Richard Sherman. Yep. You know, because he would take shots at uh, Russell, and they would they would go after Richard because he's taking shots at Russell. Um, it's like he couldn't have any criticism. Like he's that soft minded that he cannot have any criticism, or it's going to ruin him. So I th- actually think it, everything that's been going on with Russell Wilson this year, everything that's been said, it's valid. I mean, I think he's been, I think he's a giant weirdo. Yeah, definitely I think, weirdo. I think he's a weirdo. Hey, man, um, Sierra. I don't, I don't I mean, know. 
that's the only thing that's not weird for him is that he got Sierra because good for him. But uh, other than that, he's I think he's just been a giant. I don't know. He's been a massive disappointment. Huge. I personally think that though his image on social media and 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 the fact that I don't know. I do feel like he's just been baby this whole NFL career. You know, which is one of the reasons in the Super Bowl, I hate to go back, but which is one of the reasons they tried to throw the touchdown pass instead of giving it to Beast Mode, right? Is they wanted Russell to be the guy. That makes Everybody sense. Everybody knew Russell was the guy in Seattle. Um, and everything that goes along with him, he's such a good guy. He's a family man. He's this, he's that, he's this. And I think some people are like, wait, this dude isn't perfect. Yeah. Right? Now, with that being said, don't let's not forget Russell Wilson was – is still the guy. I think he's just trying to figure out this offense. The only thing I don't like is the whole, hey, I ran down the middle of the aisle while my team was sleeping. That's bro, shut the fuck That's up. That's douchey. Just, just if you're if you're working hard, nobody needs to know you're working hard. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the great players always say that. Don't put stuff on social media. Focus on what you're doing. You don't need to tell everybody what you're doing to make it seem like you're this person. Just be that person. Yeah, it seems like he's trying so, to get his his back, you know, padded and all the time, and yeah. and that goes back that. to him needing credit. Like, yeah, stop reaching exactly. out, bro. Like, just the people that are going to support you are going to support you. And you're going to have haters. That's a part of being yeah. great, right? Right. That's a part of being a Super Bowl champ and all the things that you are. So, I don't like that aspect, but I I I don't know. I, I feel like there is some other shit going on, but I, I still feel like he's a great quarterback. Yeah, I mean, hasn't been this year, but I, I do believe they'll they'll figure it out a little bit and be able to you know get moving in the right direction. And a team to look at to if they make any moves uh, the trade deadline because yep. I know Chubb and Judy are getting a lot of yep, calls on a lot of calls. So yeah, we'll be interested to hear anything there. Um, what's funny? Let's move on to the next game. I wouldn't even mention this normally, but it ends up probably being the game of the day, and that's the Falcons-Panthers game. You know, this ends up being playing for first place in the division. Yeah. On two teams that are that division stinks. absolutely awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Panthers, I, I mean, we just got to talk about the DJ Moore catch. But that's, that's where, I mean, that's the, that's where it starts and ends. I mean, if, if PJ Tucker never does another thing, PJ Tucker. That's not right, is it? P.J. Walker. Walker. Yeah, I said that the other day, too. I was like, I said that loud. I was like, that's not right. P.J. Walker, if he never does another thing ever in the NFL, he will always have this moment where he threw one of the greatest dimes I've no ever kidding. seen, especially in that moment. That was a close It wasn't just like this is in the first quarter or something like that. This is, with the play. this is to what should have been to tie the, or what was to tie the game and should have been an extra point to win it. Um Really, really crazy how that all goes down. Um, Falcons end up actually winning that game um, because of DJ be- Moore. Because of DJ's Moore well, taking his helmet. The helmet off too. Well, the, 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 but DJ Moore, DJ Moore is he's, he's a veteran. He's a leader. He's he's yeah. their best player. He needs to know it's better. His, it's his fault. It's his fault. Yeah. Um, again, they he put them in that position. He put them in position to be tied along with PJ Walker, and then he put them in a position to be. Uh, Going to overtime instead of winning that yeah. game by one. Now, granted, we're not even talking about this if the kicker does his job because the kicker misses an extra point, which 48 yards isn't a gimme. No. Right? I mean, especially in that moment. Uh, but then he misses an easy field goal in overtime to win and um, just can't have that. I was, I was in the car just yelling. 
just saying cut that kicker after the game because yeah. that that's that's two of the most inexcusable uh, kicks. Now the t- no, the one in o- the one in overtime was no, well that's I that's mean, gross. That's every kicker should be able yeah. to get up there and you know take a step and kick those. Yeah, not even like <laughs> get your full wind up. I mean, and then yeah, it's just not not good. So I, I'd like to have uh, like to have seen the Panthers get that dub, but ultimately it ends up being a really good competitive football game. Um, yeah, I mean, just a few of these Vikings continue to show um, they're one of the best teams. They're in one the of the best, yeah, NFC, and I mean, I think can compete against really anyone. I mean, I think there's a couple teams. Obviously, we'll talk about that are more elite than others. But um, that Vikings team, man, they're they're figuring out because not only are they doing it offensively, they're doing it d- defensively. When in big moments uh, coming up big, especially on the D line. Yep. Um, so I, I mean, for me, it, this game all changed when on the Cardinals force a force a three and out, yep. uh, get the ball, punt, and then Greg Dorch buffs yep. it. That that, can't, that, that changed can't everything. You're right. That absolutely changes it because Cardinals could have went down, take the lead, uh, had they uh, got the ball and went down and scored. Um, to me, right now though, the they Arizona is trying to figure it all out. Right, they get Hopkins back. Obviously, he is him. <laughs> he is him. You get I mean, twelve catches, one hundred fifty nine yards, and a touchdown. Thank you, sir. Why I lost this week, and is a reason why I have a good chance of winning this week. Yep. And so um, Murray, you know, clearly all of a sudden looks better. You know, having a weapon like that. Yeah. Um, especially once they get Brown back, you know, having both those guys, I think that is going to be very exciting to watch that offense um, with but, those two in there. But we continue to just see like just them searching for an identity. They have you know? no running game. I mean, well, it, I think Benjamin is a, a, a decent running back to plug in there while Connor's out. You know, I know Williams has been hurt. They, mm-hmm. they tried plugging, running him a little bit. They need to probably um, get Keontae Ingram a little bit more run too. I mean, that that that's a possibility. You know they ran Kyler a little bit more uh, today or yesterday, um, so they're they're doing. But again, some good I just things, don't think it's enough though. This again. team to be sitting at three and five right now, uh, very unaccept- unacceptable in my opinion. Um, I know it was going to be tough those first six games without Hopkins, but you know you get him back, you're one and one with him back. This was a very winnable game. They've had this one and then the Eagles one. Yeah, we're talking about the two teams that we probably would argue are probably the two best teams in the NFC. Yeah. And they had them right there in their sights, yep. and they just let them slip away. Yep, for sure. So it was just disappointing. I don't know. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Very disappointing. And that team right now uh, underperforming in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, just curious to see, man, because they they lose a couple more games. I really do think we could we could see. Um, uh, what's this? Well, Cliff's getting fired. Cliff getting fired. Well, mid season. Yeah, I, I could see this happening. Because yeah. this team, I mean, you know, last week had Murray yelling at him on the sidelines. Uh, there's just a lot going on there, so I think uh, I think there's it's coming. Disconnect for sure. So, but again, this is they have three. The uh, next three games are divisional games. I think they could. I think they could win two of them um, if if they clean cl- just clean up some of those mistakes. Yep. Um, they got the Seahawks at home, Rams on the road, and then uh, Niners at home. I think they could win. T- I definitely think they could win two of those three. Um, but I mean, again, it's if they can clean those mistakes up and you know kind of get things right. But so we'll see. But I, I think they can right the ship a little bit. Uh, but we'll see if they can do it. Right. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I, I don't know how a Lions fan 
gets up and goes to work every day. Um, Painful. What these losses are just getting worse and worse. You know they're up they're up big on the Dolphins. Uh, everything's working offensively. Um, doing something nice here, and then Tua starts going wild with uh, with um, Tyreek Hill. It, it's just disappointing to see this uh, this team continue to find ways to lose. They they invent new ways to lose. One and six. <laughs> it's just bad. I I really hope the Dan Campbell experience isn't about to end, but um, eventually you got to be like, okay, well. It was a. It was, we had a nice run. It was nice while yeah. we while I was going, yeah, we, but it's you know, not getting us anything. You really kept us in a lot of gains, but clearly there's there's something missing here. Yeah. Um. Because there's a lot of talent on that team. Um. There's too much talent. There's too much talent, especially on that offensive side yeah. of the ball. Uh. But defensively, I mean, they're they're just a train wreck right now. Yep. And so I mean, I get, but I get. Uh, you know, we're talking about the Dolphins. Um. I mean, you got to talk about the one-two punch they have with Waddle and uh. Uh, Hill, uh, you know they uh, they're that's a tough matchup for anybody, but they're making it look pretty easy right now. Uh, you know, Dolphins are going to be an interesting team uh, toward the end of the season. See what they do, but you know, Lions, we'll just see what happens. I mean, you know, hope they might they're going to be more of a spoiler type team than anything. Uh, so. Yeah, again, the Dan Campbell thing, it may not so much be him being done. It just might be some people on his staff that need to go. Yeah. but well, I think you start with the defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, it starts with Aaron Glenn right Seemed there. Seemed like a really nice guy and everything. Liked him on Hard Knocks. But I think you could start there, might buy Dan Campbell some more time um, while he's getting stuff. Because, I mean, they have been banged up. Yeah. There's a lot of injuries there. I think, you know, have they've been very exciting on the offensive side of the ball and are only going to get better. You know, I think we're a couple of weeks away from uh, Jameson Williams finally playing. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I keep checking Twitter all the time for that. <laughs> uh, he might be stashed away on my fantasy football team. He definitely team is and, stashed and, away. And, and trying to be a savior. Uh, <laughs> so, because um, I really think he's going to do a lot of good things. Um, but ultimately, yeah, just disappointing to see the Lions come up uh, short again. But, yeah. Uh, Niners, Rams, Wow. Um, a what Christian McCaffrey did in this game, Jeez. not only is historic, but yeah, something we haven't seen in uh, over 15 years. Uh, a passing touchdown, a throwing touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. Wait, what? He threw one of each. You so. said a passing touchdown, a throwing touchdown. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I can't even say it for a running back. I can't even, it's too crazy. A receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a throwing touchdown. Yeah. Uh, one of you know the completes the trio there um, looks fantastic. You know week one obviously didn't know the playbook, good. so th- they couldn't get too crazy with him. Slips right in this. He's all over the place, making all sorts of plays. That Niners team have only gotten better. Um, feel pretty good about that being one of my my dark horses. Uh, you know for the NFC that we picked before the, Niners, the season yeah. started. I mean, I know it's not crazy to think the Niners come out of nowhere, but now I clearly think that they're, uh, you know, have a shot. The um, defense gets healthy. Yeah, I was to say. And then, uh, you know, with with McCaffrey now, uh, which, by the way, thank you to everyone who passed over McCaffrey and yeah, fantasy bet. football. Um, I bet you he's like on your that. team? Oh, he's on my team, yeah. Jeez. But you like that. So you yeah. got D-Hop and McCaffrey back? Oh, yeah. And I sat on D-Hop for oh, – <laughs> I, I stashed him away and put him on the bench until uh, – 
till he was healthy. And now I've got a pretty nice little uh, quadruplet. Was that four? A nice little foursome of uh, receivers to, you know, pick and choose from. So yeah, it's pretty solid. Not gonna lie. Um, um, big talk here is what I mean has happened to Matt Stafford and the, the, the Rams. I mean, that not only are they, you know, not not gonna repeat as Super Bowl champs, but they may not make the playoffs. They may not even win, yeah, win the division. I mean, cause because this uh, this is getting bad quick. I think this. I mean, this is like one. This is one of the games I'm actually talking about with Arizona coming up. That's a that, that is. I mean, Arizona's struggling, but that's still a winnable game because, I mean, really, like outside of Cooper Cup, this is the least talented offense as far as weapons go in that division. Yep. Um, I mean, Matt Stafford does not look great. Uh, they have no running game. The offensive line is a mess. Um, Allen Robinson is just getting paid to really not do much. No. <laughs> um, Tyler Higby is he's solid, but he just seems like he gets hit every time he gets hit. He's hurt. Oh, just yeah. Um, so the I mean, defense is older. Um, I I just think that this team. I just this, think this team went in for one year. They went all in, and they got the championship, and now it's like – I mean, they went back in this year, I feel like. They kind of paid everybody. Yeah, I mean – So, I think they went in there with expectation. Yeah, there was expectation to turn around and, and, yeah, win win this year. For sure, I I believe that. But, um, This is beyond a slow start. To be sitting at three and four right now and have to look as bad as they have, it's not like they're – they're scoring thirty-five a game and losing, or something like that. Mm-mm. They're just all over the place of offensively, no run game. I mean, I thought Henderson was going to be able to kind of step in there and and uh, the, Cam, the Cam Akers debacle. Well, that that's been just an absolute nightmare. Uh, literally, when yeah, when Stafford goes back to throw, it's like it's Cooper Cup or you know an incompletion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's not good, man. It's not good. Um, they've fallen far. I mean, is really all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, and you know the the team I can think about who has turned, you know, turned a corner and thought we were moving in the right direction was obviously the Bengals. Uh, got them tonight here against the Browns, mm-hmm. but then losing Chase, man, I, I think th- this is going to be the first time since they've really got going that we're going to see without Chase and what that offense will look like. I think they obviously will rely heavy on Mixon tonight. Um, to help move that go, uh, move that offense uh, a little bit. But I know uh, Burrow's got weapons, but obviously when you lose your number one, I mean things you know start looking a little. Well, the thing about it is, is, they have. I mean, yeah, Chase is the number one. I'm not arguing that at all. But they have another guy on the team that, for most cases on any other team, would be a number one in T. Higgins. Um, I, th- I I think they're going to lean on mixing a little bit more tonight. But I think they're going to. I think they're gonna that uh, that passing game is not gonna slow down. I think they still, I mean, they still got Higgins, Tyler Boyd's, uh, you know, just steadfast guy. You know, Hayden Hurst at tight end. I mean, they they got weapons. They there. got weapons. I, I'm just curious to see when you all of a sudden you don't have your you know your your blanket, your safety blanket like a Chase mm-hmm. is. Uh, I mean, because he kind of acts almost as a tight end. How many short passes and things that they could throw to him? Also, when that's gone, I'm just curious to see how Burrow reacts. So. Not, not. I don't think it's panic button time, but knowing that you know he could be out four to six weeks, um, it's a big blow for a, a Bengals team that really had turned a corner and started playing uh, better on both sides of the football. But I think I think uh, Joe was that guy before Chase even came, right? 
So I think he's going to be able to get, you know, great play. I guess we're going to see, but great players get everybody else involved if the, mm-hmm. if the, if the, if your best player is out. Yeah. And we all know that anytime your best player is out, you will always be affected, but somebody just needs to step up. And I mm-hmm. think I agree with Philly on that, that T. Higgins is going to be the guy to step up because he was doing it before Chase started coming on these last three games before he got hurt. So I don't think I have – I don't think I'm really necessarily worried. It'll be one thing if they say he wasn't coming back. But, you know, he's going to be back in, what did they say, four to six weeks? Yeah. Around that time. And you know he's going to push for four weeks, so let's just give it five. Yeah. Um, I'm not really worried as long as – Boyd is a vet. I think he's going to be able to step up, and T. Higgins is great. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not really worried. As long as it, hopefully they can just feed the ball to Mixon, that would be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, get him going. So, uh, you know, they still have a lot of weapons on that team. So. Yeah, they definitely do. All right, just to kind of finish this up real quick. I want your opinion right now. Um, obviously, there's a, a safe answer here. Um, so I'm asking you to go out on a little bit of a ledge if you go the other direction. But I think it's worth saying, I think there's two clear-cut teams right now that we would say if, you know, the season ended today, who you would say was in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, or who would win the Super Bowl uh, or be in it, excuse me. Yeah. And that's the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Bills. The Bills. Yeah. I mean, is it a competition? Is one way above the other here? or, or I don't know, say, man. Yeah, from experience-wise, I think one is way above the other. And I'm, the Eagles are hot right now, but understand, they also haven't really been battle-tested. I, I mean, we, say, so, we, we've been talking about the Vikings and how good they are, and they came into Philadelphia, and they blew them out. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I don't know about so much about if that. They play, if they play the Vikings now – I think they might still beat them. You think? So? I'm not That's, saying they I would, do. They wouldn't blow, blow them out. I mean, I don't. Maybe know. Maybe not a blowout, but I'm but, telling you, you know, right now, be, it's. I think it's more than just hot. I think they're that good. No, they're no, no, no. They're good, but we've seen this before where teams I mean, are they really beat the good Cowboys in the season. Too. Huh? Yeah, we, they beat, beat the Cowboys, Cowboys too. No, they're good. Dude. Now I'm you not can say they're not good. I'm just saying. Breaking news: Antoine says they're not good. There's still there's still a lot of season to go. Yeah. Right. And I think if you're looking at a team. Mm-hmm. That has everything. That has the experience. That's been there. That's been battle tested. Yeah. Nothing has changed a whole lot about Buffalo from last year. Right. As far as their best players or their elite players, you know, Josh Allen has been a lot better. I'd say even better. That's right? yeah. That's better. that's the biggest thing. And I think uh, you know that chemistry with him and Diggs is back from you know a couple years ago. Um, not saying that Diggs. Had, I'm not saying it's, yeah. it wasn't there, but I just feel like they're just. So connected now, where it's just kind of like muscle memory. Yeah. At mm-hmm. this point, the Bills are here, bro. Right. Yeah. It, this is the team that everybody has been talking about oh, yeah. all year long. The Bills are here, and I think the only thing that can stop the Bills from being in that Super Bowl is the Kansas City Chiefs, which I think we all want that matchup when it comes time and done. Sure. We all want that in the AFC Championship. Yeah. I don't yep. want to see any other team other than Bills or Chiefs. Let me tell you um, this though. I mean, so Eagles are sitting, <laughs> sitting pretty at seven and zero. Listen to their, we'll, we'll go. I think it's like seven games. Uh, Eagles, Texans, Eagles, um, Commanders, Eagles, Colts, Eagles, Packers, Eagles, Titans, Eagles, Giants. That's where I'm. Like, okay, I think they're going to get tested. Um, they're, they're the Giants <laughs> are going to test them or the Titans. The, the Giants. Not so. I'm not worried about. Th- I'm not worried about the Titans if I'm them. 
I, I think they. I think they got a pretty good defense, but I agree with you 100. percent Um, you know, uh, Eagles, Bears, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Saints, Eagles, Giants again. Bears are going to beat them. Okay, I ain't. Not would surprise me, but they're sitting at a thing where not only are they going to be favored in every game the rest of the year, but um, I mean, you're looking at maybe a couple losses, and that's all I could see. I mean, it, obviously anything can happen, but um, we're looking at a team that it, things are <laughs> strongly in their favor schedule-wise to where um, if they can find a way to keep playing this kind of football, they're going to be going into the NFC champion or NFC uh, playoffs with home field advantage, which will obviously be insane in the playoffs. Yeah, because we're already seeing what it's like the in the World Series in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, you know they're gonna they're, they've put themselves in quite the position starting off seven and zero. I just um, I don't think they're to that tier yet with the Bills, just because it, it like you said I mean it is you, we could call it a run you know just a hot start all that I think they're for real, but yeah right now I'd give the edge to the Bills because they have been there. Josh Allen is the best quarterback on this planet. Yeah, um, and. I mean that that's there's a lot of question marks you know the Eagles could you know eventually fall into if they uh an injury you know AJ Brown goes down Jalen Hurts goes down all of a sudden we're looking at a completely different team yep. and I know you can say that about a lot of teams but clearly those guys have made such a big difference this year that that it's you know it's it's a night and day different team I agree so, elite, yeah I, I think know, the I think everything. I agree with that I think it's built well I'll say it like this. I think it's it's Bills, Chiefs, and obviously Eagles. I mean, the Eagles are still, I think, above everybody else in the NFC. But I think those are your three teams right now that you look you I like. Don't hate that. Those like are the no three teams. teams right yeah, now. yeah. Like right now, those are yeah, those. Yeah, those are the no doubters. Yep, I agree with that. I like that. Um, we'll have a big weekend uh, coming up. We'll put our picks and stuff on there on social media for you guys to see uh, who we think, who we like in the NFL. Uh, but once again, another great week of football. Um, some big losers and stuff like that we need to start talking about. I mean, once again, don't have any idea where the Colts are going as a as a <laughs> as a organization. organization. Um, Jonathan Taylor has just been trash. Um, not just fantasy, but it, literally playing football has been trash. Um, you know, Matt Ryan's benched. I mean, it's, uh, all's going to hell there. So we'll keep an eye on some of that stuff and may, maybe start putting more uh, pretenders and contenders yeah. uh, out and kind of where we're at because we're right here, you know, week, going into week eight next week. Um, it'll be interesting to see. So um, I was going to talk a little baseball. I mean, we just touch on the weekend for just a second. Obviously, tonight's game got rained out, which how disappointing as a Philly fan. You know, you've been waiting for this all day. Yeah, uh, you know that city, like he, like uh, Sam just alluded to, um, it's on fire going right now. Crazy, especially after the game one comeback. Damn, you know you had some parties set up too. Oh you know, man, yeah. When, I, when I was sitting there, um, we we'd left the uh, wedding rehearsal, was going to a dinner, and uh, got in there and saw Houston was up five to zero, and I was just like, gosh, damn it! And I was like. All right, Astros, World Series champions, we get it, whatever, what, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, I slowly started watching that comeback happen, and it was like, dude, Philly could be a team of destiny. 
And, uh, you know, they get it done in game one. Game two got slowed down a little bit, which no surprise that, you know, Astros were cheating again <laughs> with uh, the substance, which I can't believe once nothing has come about of that. But that man was like freaking Spider-Man over there look, looking uh, yeah, pretty suspicious. Yeah. Um, I think we got a series, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, we talked about this. I, I, yeah. think, I think we, we – you picked six. I think me and Antoine picked seven. Yep. Uh, I agree. I think we got a series. I think. Uh, Who'd you say? Did you say Philly? I said Philly and seven. We both yeah, took Phillies. Yeah. I, I, I went Astros and six. But um, yeah, feel really good that they that Philly was able to get that game one win and the way they did it, especially against Verlander. Yeah. You know, I mean. Um, Who hasn't won a World Series game? Yeah, that's crazy. They started for. That's he crazy. started for three. He started three different decades. I read that 2006. right. Two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. That's crazy. He looked so young in that picture. It was He's, so I weird. saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, I completely yeah. forgot the Tigers made yeah, the World Series. Yeah, I did High it. school in two thousand six. Fortunately, yeah. That was the Cardinals, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So, um, real quick before we uh, move on, uh, real quick because it's uh, so. Uh, you thinking? Uh, you thinking a split in Philly? You know, I, I kind of like – I definitely like Philly's game one uh, or you know, game, game three. three. Yeah. Game one of the, the series – or the at home. But, um, I Yes, I, I think a split's probably the safe bet here to say. I, I just think that um, if the, somehow they, they can't get that game one out of the way, game three, and then able to get there, I, I like how the matchups will work. And I think they'll have an opportunity to go up three one. So I agree. I, that's I I I go back and forth between either it's a split or Phillies take both games at home. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say split because the Astros are still very talented. Um, but uh, I mean, again, it would it it's not cause the only thing that was surprising if the Astros go in Philly and win both games. Yeah, I think that's the one that surprised me. But I think I'll give me a split and a head back to Houston uh, tied at two. That's one. Uh, I'm 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 going split. Okay. Um, I don't think it ever crossed my mind that the Phillies were going to take both games. Mm-hmm. I think in a perfect world that would be amazing. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go split, man. The Astros just are they're they're good, man. As much as we hate them for everything that's happened, we just got to give they're they're really good. So I don't think they're going to allow um, Philly to go in there and take both games. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, it's definitely going to be a split. Uh, but I still got Phillies in seven. Nothing's changing on that for me. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, and now Let's get it. Let go, huh? Here we go. The uh, horror movie draft. It is spooky season. It is Halloween. Um. So uh, we will uh, get to this. I'm trying to get this thing set up real quick. Um, real quick before we do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see here, team. Do you have any movies that you'd watched recently, Antoine? I know Sam's been talking about he's been on his kick. I know you watch a lot of movies, too. Is there anything that you were watching? Um, not, like, as far as horror movies? Yeah. Nah, man, I haven't really gotten a chance to watch a whole lot of horror movies. Uh, one, now I live here by myself, so I'm definitely... Right. <laughs> not gonna be not watching horror movies, but no, uh, I haven't had a chance to watch anything yet. Um, 
I definitely need to get into it because I do have some stuff that I need to – I wanted to look at, but I just haven't. Gotcha. Um, okay, so uh, here we go. Uh, do we want to do this, go three, two, one, or do you want to just do the top pick first? Uh, let's do the top pick first. All right, so with the number one pick, it will be Preston. Preston. I knew it. With the number two pick, it will be Sam, and then Antoine gets the turn. Boy, oh, wow. all right. Well, so two picks, right? You get, yeah, you get sneak draft. All right, go, all right so and here's how it's going to be. We are choosing decades. It'll be the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens. To maybe not two, in the order. Not in order. You can pick however you want. Two thousand tens, and then a wild card, which means you can pick uh, you can pick one other random one from any decade. So, um, Preston, boy, shit. please begin. I. uh you know what's funny is like oh, I was kind of hoping to have like the third. I kind of wanted to. Go I wanted. Back. The, I kind of wanted, wanted the third too. Third, I kind of wanted to go back door yeah. like that because I think there's so many good movies. Mm-hmm. And and I'm trying to figure out where you guys are going to be on this. Bro, just pick. Um, Let's go. Well, hang on, hang on. Your, I mean, this, your clock is on. I was definitely thirty not, seconds. Were you not, not prepared quite, for this? Well, I was prepared, but underprepared. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um. I don't want to. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I'm going to try to steal one here. I, I love this movie. It's always been one of my favorites. Um, I, I think it would have been interesting to see. And I know they did a kind of like a follow up um, on how it all played out and everything like that. Anyway, sum it all up. I'm going The Shining, number one. Oh, that's a good one. I had that on the list. I it, it, I know that's hard to put there, but I think the '80s. Not not there's lack of options, but I think this is by far the best one of the '80s. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to lock that in my '80s. So you think it's the best one of the '80s? I I, I think it's a pretty. Dent- I, I would say it's right well, up it's there. Good. It's, it's good. right up I'm there. It, it, it's been a long time since I'd seen it, and I watched it. Uh, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago, and I'd like forgot how good it was as far as. Ahead of its time, storyline is so great. Um, did you ever see Doctor Sleep? Oh, I love Doctor Sleep. I haven't seen it, and I, when I was watching something about it the other day, I was like, I gotta see that man. For how much I like uh, mm-hmm. The Shining, I, I gotta watch that. So, uh, number one, The Shining. Uh, I'm gonna. You're gonna go 80s. I am gonna go 70s and go with. Nice. All right. All right. Nice. The, All right. The GOAT, the slasher, Michael Myers, the original, 1978, basically what began the rant run of all slasher movies. Um, I'm taking it. Uh, I mean, it's it's a for me, for everything it does, for the camera work, for story setup, for just being as creepy as it was. I saw this when I was seven years old. Uh, not a great time to watch something like this. But... Uh, <laughs> For me, it's just as far as like as you could define like a perfect movie for this. This is right in that category for me. So I got Halloween number one. There you go, Antoine. Me. All right. So at number one, I'm going a little new school. Okay. I, I love this movie. I think when we did our favorite, uh, I knew it. Favorite <laughs> movies. I think I had it as number one. Mm-hmm. So gotta go Hereditary. That's a good one. Hereditary. So for your 2010s? Yeah. Nope. You're not getting that one. I knew you were going to pick. I thought you were going to pick a number one. I know, but, but I, 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 yeah, I, I. So definitely going Hereditary. Okay. Um, then at uh, my my number two pick 
It was tough because. So your 2010s off the board. I'm trying to. Uh, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do. 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. And of course, I feel like I have to. You know me. I have to pick the movie that means the most to me. Sure. Right. Friday the 13th. That's a good one. Yeah. Definitely going Friday the 13th. That's my number two. Before you guys take it. Well, so, I, Jason Voorhees. This worked out perfect. This kind of worked out perfect for me. Uh, I am going to go with my wild card here with my second pick. And I'm going right back to the 70s. And I'm taking The Exorcist. Son of a bitch. With my second pick. That's why I wanted the back. <laughs> That's... I was going to I was gonna I, pick The Exorcist this pick, but I have to pick um, Friday the 13th. Interesting. This movie is one of the scariest movies ever made. Uh, it's also one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, all the, it got nominated for a ton of awards. It's the story's perfect. The way it's set up. I mean, again, if you talk about two movies, I would categorize as almost being just perfect movies. Halloween and exorcist. I can't go wrong there. So yeah, my number two pick, my wild card is, uh, the exorcist. Well done. Um, well, I'm going to go back to where it all started. And that was the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a good one. Uh, 1974. Um, fantastic movie. Um, obviously, it brought a a character, a true a true lie, you know, a true story, but a true it brought, brings a character that ends up being legendary. I mean, mm-hmm. who hasn't ever picked up a chainsaw and just been like, yeah. like with a crazy really look true. on their face? So, uh, absolutely. Um, uh, easy pick for me there uh, with having that left. I was so ready to go Exorcist. I'm so mad that I left that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go with my um, crap. Where is that? Hang on. I'm going to go with my extra pick of a decade. Uh, my wild card. I'm going to go Poltergeist. Uh, it was 1982. Yep, good one. Loved it, man. Absolutely. I, I remember this being kind of a key movie for me seeing growing up where I was like, that's just terrifying. And um, all the craziness. I don't know if you guys have ever seen any of the behind-the-scenes stuff about uh, the making of this movie mm-hmm. and uh, everything that happened because um, there was uh, a bunch of deaths that took place and just a lot of weird things that surround this movie. Yeah. And that really kind of adds more to it for me, uh, being uh, one of my favorites. And so I uh, had to throw that on there at number number three. Um, I'm going to go to the 90s because, to be quite honest with you, the 90s is lacking uh, in you know, qu- just like really good horror movies. And I got to take Scream for my 90s movie. Oh, okay. You got it. Uh, okay. okay. I, I was, that was actually my 90s. So yeah, so, my, so Scream... I mean, you're talking about uh, the horror movie genre was kind of in a lull at the moment. And then here comes Wes Craven with Damn, Kevin Williamson's script. Uh, I mean, and then just the, the cast was fantastic. Uh, you know, a perfect setup, getting Drew Barrymore in there on yep. the cover of the poster. You think she's the lead, and then they just take her out it's right funny. off the go. Yeah. And one of the better like openings for a horror movie uh, in a long time. So, uh, Scream, uh, for my 90s movie, that just, that seemed too easy. Damn, am I up? You are up. Back to back. All right. So, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go 70s. 
and mm-hmm. uh, early two thousands. Um. Okay, so which one you got? Seventies. Yeah. This movie doesn't really get talked about a lot, but for people that have seen it, know know exactly how good this movie is. For my seventies, I'm going Carrie. That's a great one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good. I actually, movie. I actually, I really, about that really good. Um, I liked everything about it, especially the shower scene in the beginning. Um, <laughs> but no, it was just a great movie. I loved. It kind of reminded me um, of this movie called Delorious. It was about this mom that like mm-hmm. beat her kid or. Uh, the game's on. Oh, my bad. But keep, you keep going about yeah, it. Uh, either way, you know, everything Carrie went through and, you know, how everybody was bullying her. I was just, you low-key end up rooting for her. To like oh, yeah, you do. Mess everybody up. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely one of the, the great movies. Um, I think they remade it, too, right? Didn't they yeah, remade they remade it, it but the, it was it was trash. Choey, Cho, whatever yeah. her name is. But uh, Carrie. So then for my... For my uh, did I say early two thousand? You said early. You said seventies and two thousands. The early two thousands, yes. <sighs> I mean, you can do whatever. I mean, you don't have to I stay know. there. I'm just being yeah, difficult. Um, let's go nineties. Okay, and I'm gonna pick one that you guys don't even have on your radar. Okay, <laughs> and that's because this movie, as a kid, you know, I always pick the movies that like fucked me up as a kid. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knights. I actually like that with movie. Jada Pickett. Yeah, that's a great. One. That was a good one. Yeah, that's a really good. <laughs> Tales one. from the Crypt, Demon Knights with Jada Pickett, dude. When I tell you that movie messed me up for years, just because of you know all the demons and everything that went along with it, bro. And it's also one of those movies that I feel like isn't really mainstream. Right, mm-hmm. but it was just so good as a kid, and it literally scared the shit out of me. So, tales from the crypt, demon Uh That's a good pick. I'm gonna go with the '80s, and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with John Carpenter. I'm gonna go the thing. Okay. Uh, just truly one of the greatest monster movies of all time. Uh, we talk about practical effects; it's fantastic. The cast is great, led by Kurt Russell. Um, it's just it's just such a damn good movie uh, that. It's it was too easy. it was couldn't pass up on that one so yeah so yeah for my eighties pick I'm taking John Carpenter's The Thing okay uh, let's go um, I'm gonna keep it uh, let's see here I'm gonna keep it nineties I'm gonna go The Sixth Sense that's a good um, one to me I know this isn't like the you're hiding under your you know blanket scary. But the psychological part of it... It's got some, some good jump scares to it. Along with the good jump scares, exactly. Mm-hmm. It just all plays so well together. You didn't expect... I mean, 19, I remember seeing this in theaters. So I'm thinking, I'm seven <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was pretty pretty creeped out by everything going on. Um, but it's one of those movies, obviously, still one of the greatest twists of all time. Yep. Um, everything that plays so well. Creepiness, psychological twists has everything. I love it. Uh, that's my 1999. Um, so what is that? How many we got here? So, so I'm at, so, so yes, yeah, so fifth, right? this should be your fifth. Cause yeah, I, fifth I still have, I just have my two thousands and two thousand tens left. Yeah, that's all oh, I got. So yeah, okay. That's what I got left to then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I got what? Eighties. Is Jason 
Jason's 80s. Right? Yeah, Jason's 80s, yeah. 80s. You still have a wild card, don't you? 90s. 2010. So I got to do 2000s in wild card. Okay. In my next picks. Okay. Um, <sighs> I know you guys are going to go. Um, Gonna be creative here. I gotta think outside the box so you guys don't take it. Um, if you don't pick it, I know Felix picking it. So go. Boy, I like both these. Okay, no, I'm definitely okay. Early two thousands. We're going. Uh, Hills have eyes. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I knew it was coming, bro. I'm sorry. I was I like, "Let me be smart I here." Thought you were going to yep. be slick and get it on the back. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Hills have eyes. Absolutely. I mean, we've already talked about this on our old movie. I mean, it's got everything, man. The jump scares, uh, the creepiness, everything. You're just. I can literally watch this in the dark today, tonight. It would still be creeped out. I mean, it's got everything you need there. So mm-hmm. that definitely has my. Uh, my fifth pick there. Well, that slows me down just a bit because everything was kind of falling into place for me. Um, in my two thousands, I'm gonna go with. Um, let's see here. 2000s, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go weird. Uh, I'm gonna go with a remake. I'm gonna go with Dawn of the Dead. Oh, good one. In Ooh, 2004. That's a good one. Um, it's not scary, scary, but it's good. I mean, it's, I don't I'm know, it's Dawn pretty damn creepy. Yeah. But, I mean, you're talking, Zack Snyder, I mean, obviously known for his superhero movies and everything. Um, he makes a very stylish, you know, kind of badass uh, zombie movie. You know, we've seen va- fast zombies before. Um, but nothing kind of like this. Um, so it was, you know, it's just crazy, uh, zombies too. Um, a great opening with no title credits. Um, I mean, it was just exciting. It's exciting as all get out, uh, violent. Um, definitely just one I wanted to, you know, I thought was, it was a great time at the movies. So yeah, I'm taking two thousand in my early two thousands or the two thousands. I'm taking uh Dawn of the Dead. Antoine, this is right. your fifth and last one. That you All right. Uh, man, this is kind of tough, actually. Let me go to my notes because I know I put some stuff in there. Um, so for my early uh, 2000s, I, I I'm going to go with this one just because it was extremely creative. Uh the first two are probably my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Saw. Okay. That's okay. a good one. Yep. Saw is, it was uh, on my list. Man, I don't think I've seen anything like Saw until Saw came out. And then, you know, everybody kind of started doing that, you know, following suit with Saw. Mm-hmm. With how they, uh, you know, they're doing scary movies. But I'm going to go Saw. Mm-hmm. And then for my wild card, I'm going to go this up. This movie, it was a battle between two movies. Mm-hmm. But this movie, once again, as a kid, kind of jacked me up. Mm-hmm. Blair Witch Project. That's yeah, a good one. That is a great one. Blair, Blair Witch Project. I don't, you've guys seen it, obviously, but that end scene. Yeah. Ruined my yeah. life for a long time. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a, 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 a yeah. for a long time. So Blair Witch Project has to uh, 
definitely have to be in there. And then, uh, like I said, the uh, salt. Okay. I'll change it. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. No, salt's Gen- cool. I like salt. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good list. You did a good list. All right, 2010s. The weird thing is that there just hasn't been like a, a great ton of like the standout horror movies. Um, so I got to go with one that's basically kind of created its own universe now. Um, I'm going to go. I kind of went back and forth on which one to choose from. I am going to go with. Uh, I am going to go with the original Conjuring. God. Um, I it, knew it. I just you know I watched actually both. I watched both. I watched uh, both of these this weekend, and the original one is just so good. It's it sets so it's good, it sets bro. everything up so perfectly. So good. And that's not to take away the second one. I mean, you know the what? second one would be a, is a really good. If you were the second one, I wouldn't be mad because that one. Watching it last night, that would it's if there's a there's not much of a difference between the two. It's just that the first one has such like this like unsettling feeling to it yeah. through most yeah. of the movie. Yeah, no, I agree. That uh, it just that's kind of stands out to me. But yeah, with my uh, 2010s pick, I am going and my final pick, I am going The Conjuring. That, that's all. I mean, that was clearly my last pick. Um, was gonna go that way all day. I knew you were either gonna go that, or I could could not believe because I remember this was on your other list, but Sinister. Oh my god! Yeah. I did leave it off. Oh, that um, sucks. Because I was either going Sinister or The Conjuring, and I was like, uh, so I couldn't lose there. But uh, Sinister, man, this movie. In fact, they did a study. I think it's got the highest like uh, scare level as far as like heart rate goes. Is uh, I mean, it's best. such a it's such a fucking good movie. Very very crazy. A lot of obviously scary parts in this. A lot of jump. Um, but I missed it. And um, just one of the one, I mean, the fact they were able to make a couple out of this too was was great too. Because um, I, I think the second one's pretty decent as as well. I agree. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's how I finish up my list. I will say, I don't know if I did I did uh, a dishonest. Um, no, I missed one. There was one out there. You 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 might have forgot Sinister. I forgot the Strangers. Yep. I told you, man, that movie has done something weird to me where it gives me anxiety. That makes sense. I can't watch it. I mean, like, I I can't tell you how many times I've started that. I've started No Vacancy and uh, had – or Vacancy. No, No Vacancy. Vacancy and had to stop it because I couldn't yeah. watch it. You know what movie we forgot to put on there that I haven't watched in years because I'm afraid to watch it? What? Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, I love that. I actually, just, I actually just watched that last week. I think that was two thousand one. So good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I, would, I would literally have to sleep with every light on. If I no, it's 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 creepy amazing. as fuck. She did such a good job. The eyes and her crawling just yeah. fucked me up. So I um, it. A few movies we left out. Seventies. Uh, um, you know, Jaws. Jaws is on the list. Eighties. Nightmare. Was that really a scary movie though. Or it like was back then. Yeah, back then. It's that's fucking <laughs> scary yeah, shit. Nightmare on Elm Street was not picked. Um, either of the Evil Dead movies was not picked. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses. House, I mean, either yeah, so Devil's Rejects, House of yep. a Thousand Corpses, stuff like that. Um, Hostel. Um, you know, I had Paranormal Activity on there. That's a good one. Man, you know, that it, was a it, good it, it set the tone for many movies for going many forward. Movies, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, there was a lot left up there. But I think we uh, all came up with some pretty good lists. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I did want to say, Conjuring Two is 
very good. Uh, it was one of those ones I saw, I think, like once in theaters, and then didn't see it for a long time. And, and I, I was just, I held one so high that mm-hmm. I was like two really missed for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I watched it a few, you know, a few weeks ago, and was like, damn, this is really good. So we watching think, it last night. I can tell you, yeah. it's like the scares. I think the scares are a little bit better. And that yeah, than they are right. in one, but one has just so much. Suspense. They had so much suspense, so much really yeah. good moments in because it. Because you really didn't. I went to theaters to see it, and you really didn't know. Like a lot of scary movies are kind of predictable, mm-hmm. but you really didn't know what was going to happen in the country. Yeah. Like I just felt like the storyline was just great. Everything was great. About one it. that I left off, but it uh, in it's kind of because the ending, in my opinion, just wasn't great, and it's one that many people probably have even seen, but. Uh, uh, as above, so below. No, we, t- bro, we talked, I we left, talked I about it on my list. We I talked mean, about that uh, the, the best yeah, movie my, since two thousand. That one of my movie five. is so good. Oh, and then like so it could have finished so much better, but yeah, it was so good for so long. Like, I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie. And, Did uh, we watch it here? I th- see. I think we watched. No, it together, we watched. Right? I think it, for the first bro. time. We Matter of fact, it we watched uh, Conjure the Hereditary. Yeah, we watched. And we watched as so above and so below. And and, and uh, the other one. Yeah. What's, what, the, what's the other one? Hereditary, Hereditary has. Was it Midsummer? Yeah, Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. Which was a that was that, that was a drop off from Hereditary, but no, it, no, it, it was, was still crazy though. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. Yeah, but but yeah, great list. Uh, we'll, I'll get them together and we'll get them posted. Uh, see who comes out on top. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough, uh, yeah. vote, but, uh, should be a good one. Yeah. I really liked everyone's list. It was solid. So yeah, make sure you, uh, follow us on social media because that's the only way you're going to get to see these lists, uh, and get, be able to vote. So make sure, uh, you've got us on Instagram and Twitter at your mom's favorite threesome. Uh, we're posting a lot of good stuff there. We'll have our scores on there. Uh, we'll keep up a little bit of stuff with going on in the World Series yeah, um, and everything there. So uh, get on there. Follow us there. Otherwise, you guys take care. Enjoy your Halloween, and uh, we'll catch you later. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. See you guys.